Spider-Man. Um, I enjoyed the shit out of it. For lack of a better term, I thought it was awesome. I mean, two, it was definitely one to ten. Uh, zero to ten. Zero to ten. Zero to ten. Give me two seconds to think on it. Um, I was gonna say seven point five, but I'm just gonna shoot to an eight. Okay, I, give, I, give I respect a, that. I give 100%, a pretty solid yeah. eight. Uh, not a lot downed it. It was really awesome. I thought the vulture was cool. Also, finally putting the vulture in the film was awesome. They took long enough to do it. Second villain he's ever faced. I also enjoy the vulture and like the cartoon and stuff. I thought it was a cool character. They did it differently in the film. I like that though. Yeah, I like the I, I like, like the route they took in the film. Because uh, they pull a Nolan, like, let's ground him yeah, in something. It was so cool. Yeah. Um, and I just thought they finally did the character justice. I've always, I loved all the previous films. Okay, not all of them. <laughs> uh, except for, like, Spider-Man 3. You know, that wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't too solid. No way, dude. Uh, that emo dance scene was A little totally... strange. It was <laughs> weird. It was, like, pelvic thrusts <laughs> yeah. ladies. I mean, the only saving yeah. grace of that one was... Toby. Get yeah. yours. The only saving grace from that one was the Sandman was super on point. <laughs> and that makes me think, I'm sorry. It makes me think of Tropic Thunder. <laughs> Jason still hasn't seen Tropic Thunder. Oh! <laughs> All these That's years later. Um, dude. This is Brian! Dragon! Such a good Yeah, dude, good stuff. You need to watch that. Anyway, okay, um, so that... Hold on, yeah, real quick. Go for so it. you thought it was something right. Uh, j you haven't seen it yet. No, I okay. Not. You've seen the trailers though. Absolutely. What do you think it was going to be like? Um, I definitely. I said this coming from Tobey Maguire, <laughs> but you I didn't did, see the Andrew I, Garfield one. I didn't mind. He was serving our country, bitch. <laughs> That's right. He I was. was. Serving, he was probably, in Qatar. We should probably edit that. <laughs> he was serving our country, good sir. <laughs> oh my god, good sir. <laughs> what? Hope? Right, and I, I don't mind the actor. He seems like I mean. He did a good job from what I saw in the previews and the trailers and whatnot, mm-hmm. but uh, no, it, it, I was interested. I wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. I was definitely intrigued by it. I love the fact <coughs> that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was a part of it, and I was like, oh, I, I love Robert Downey Jr. He does really good in his films. Yeah. So Tony I was, Stark I was excited him. about like, it. That is him. Like, I was excited about he it. He went yeah. to jail. Tony Stark, yeah, absolutely. That is his character, Dude, completely me, arrogant to the core yeah, that is his character. Yeah. So I mean, I was excited about it. It looked good. I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. You just go around the table, and we'll go around in depth more. Jay, one to ten, uh, uh, preliminary thoughts. I'm gonna okay. Here's the thing. I'm gonna go with Colton and say an eight, but only because like when you and I were talking, there's no. All we'll the, get into that in depth. No, no, just no, no, what no, your no, original no, thoughts. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna go in depth. But okay. just there's a reality that. As people who love, who not just love comic book films, but who love the art of storytelling mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, film, mm-hmm. we can always find, like, oh, but if only this had happened, it would have made it amazing. Right, like, yeah. But for what it was. But for what it was, mm-hmm. I think it was a damn good movie, and I would at least give it a solid eight, but mm-hmm. in truth, high school me probably would have given it a perfect ten. Really? No. Okay, 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 again, okay. Let, again, let me ask you this question. As an adult, but as, as a, a grown high man, school, yeah, that's if, if you have to think, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on. If you have to think of high school you, that means that 
it was made back in the early 2000s. No, no, no. Maybe no. Toby wasn't no. involved. No, this I mean, for me. I this was the mean. first Spidey movie that ever came but out. But he means that in high school, everything's cooler. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right, right, right. Totally, if he yeah. was in high school today, then that's one thing. But if he's saying, if high school me, meaning 2000, 2001, if this movie and Toby and Andrew weren't around, if this was the first Spidey movie that was ever made, would you have loved it? Yeah, it would have blown my mind. Yeah, I totally can really? see that. Too. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been incredible. I don't think yeah. so. It like, that's been just quite me. But we'll get to me. Yeah. We'll get to me in a second. Like, and that's all I could say is that, like, if I were to, if I were to be like super okay, now I'm gonna like rewrite it as a screenwriter, and I'm gonna use all my like decade plus worth of knowledge in film and media to recreate it, then I can well, think of things. Put it this way, But too. if I were to be an average Joe person mm-hmm. watching this thing or fresh eyes of a high school person or whatever, like, I think this is an incredible movie. Put it this way, too. So as you, a non-comic book fan, though? As a non... As a non... Or even as a comic book fan. Okay. We'll put it this way, too. So say you saw that one first, like you said. That right. was the first one to come out. The way the way it was present, presented came out. High school. Fucking loved it, right? Yeah. Now say all the Tommy McGuire stuff came out afterwards... Like and I know it's hard to compare, but yeah, it would. That right. first one, and if it came, yeah, if it, <laughs> yeah. Came, if it came out in that order, I'd be like, dude, Mar, what the fuck? <laughs> right? <laughs> How'd you go from that here's to that? A, here's the right. thing: is that very hard to compare because of the time frames? Yeah. But I see what you're going. With. Okay, here, here, here's me. Here's me. Uh, between one and ten, I give it a seven, seven point five. This is me. Okay. So and, let's round up. It's right. eight. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's what I did. So <laughs> fuck it, dude. That's hey. what I did. Here was my here's my main base. My main digs on it. Okay. I liked the trailers. I think it was really cool. I love that they actually casted a young kid for it. I liked that. Um, I, I, I liked that aspect of it. I liked... Um, I, I mean, it, it, it was really good. It was re- it was a good film. It was a really good uh, m- movie. But here's my biggest... Here's my argument against it. Is that... And Jason did give me an article that made me uh, contemplate and think about it. Right, listeners, if you want to find it, just Google Comics Alliance, 50 Years Later, Spider-Man, Right, and it'll pop up, and you can see it was written in 2012, so it's not even in reaction to the movie. Right, so that's actually really cool. Like, that's yeah. what I liked about it, is it wasn't a reaction to the movie, and their stance was that, okay, so here's me. I went to Jason about two weeks ago, and I finally saw it, and I was like, dude, if this was any other movie, if this was any other comic book person movie... Mm-hmm. I would have given it a solid 9 or a 10. But I didn't feel like it was a true Peter Parker story. Because his motivation was to be an Avenger. Not a motivation for retribution of what he didn't do because of Uncle Ben. So they don't talk about Uncle Ben at all. They don't reference him at all in the movie. And Jason is one of the, he was one of the biggest attributes, not attributes, he was one of the biggest, you know, uh, spokesmen uh, in the early editions of Opinionary and our first episodes in talking about, he think, uh, well, he, his, his argument was Spidey is the most guilt-ridden hero in that not necessarily that he didn't do the right thing, is that he's motivated because he did the wrong thing mm-hmm. and more of not stopping that man. So in this movie, they don't talk about that. His motivation for being Spider-Man wasn't to be better, wasn't to stop 
Because, I mean, Spidey is what? Is he a cosmic level hero? Or is he a street level street hero? Level. Well, He's they a definitely sh- showed him as a street level he, hero. They did, 100%. Well, is... And that's what I think. I think that 100%, if they made him not Spider-Man, and this idea of, like, I want to be better because I want to strive to be an Avenger, mm-hmm. I think audiences that don't know Spidey, I can, I can create the gap in saying, fixing my retribution for not doing the right thing for Uncle Ben and I could redeem myself in being an Avenger, I can make that connection because I've been in comics for practically my whole damn life. But audiences that don't know that, they're just like, oh, Spider-Man, he just wants to be an Avenger. It's okay, not him okay. as a character. Well, so hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. So I would give this Spider-Man... <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. I would give this Spider-Man movie a 6.5 as Spider-Man. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's what I would do. If it was, as, as a Spider-Man Peter Parker movie, I give it a 6.5, maybe a 7. But as a story, <laughs> hold on here, as a story and what it did and how and how good it executed it its points, mm-hmm. the acting, the action, how good they grounded Vulture, how mm-hmm. good they did everything else, I would give it an 8 or a 9. Mm-hmm. I remember walking away from that movie thinking like, this was so good. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. So in average, it's about your guys. In average, but as a Spider-Man film, I give it a six. But as like the original thoughts and the original story, I would give that shit like an eight, a nine. So it averages out in okay. my brain. It averages out to what you guys say of like a seven or an eight. Like that's what that's me. Is it my turn? Yeah, it's your turn. So here's, that's me. That's here's me. my that's thing. Colton, go. This brings me back to your DC go. side. How many fucking times do we want to see bouncing fucking pearls, right? <laughs> Give me no, that shit. No, my turn. Okay, my turn. Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. Your turn. No, no, no. My turn. That's fine. That's fine. My that's fine. Turn. That's fine. That's fine. Go ahead. We all know Spider-Man. We all know the story. And don't even just say our generation. Everybody. No, worldwide. Worldwide. I'm just going to interject only to say this. There is a Japanese Spider-Man, an Indian Spider-Man, American Spider-Man. He's worldwide known and worldwide told. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows his story. How many times do we have to see Uncle Bing get shot before he realizes he's fucking dead? You know what I mean? <laughs> we get it. I'm going to no, say, I'm I'm say, say, say one sentence. I'm going to say one sentence. One sentence. You don't have to do that to portray the motive. That's all. No. Okay. But that's and what they did. I'm going to go back to you and I. Hold on. Colton. It's Colton. It's Colton. And they did what DC fucked up on. I don't want to see the Batman fucking run his story back again. They skipped it. They said, we already know who Spider-Man is. Yeah, this is right. Thank you, Jason. We already know who Spider-Man is. Right. We know how he became Spider-Man. Okay. We didn't need the spider to come down from the fucking ceiling and bite his hand. We didn't need to see him fight in a cage. We didn't need to see him get shot. Right, exactly. We know all that. Yeah, exactly. Skip to the level where we're just like, dude, this is Spider-Man. Okay. Here he is. Right. And under those circumstances, we're just getting him back, getting him into the films because they want him in Infinity War. They did it perfect. Right. We don't want to see that again. I don't need to see Uncle Ben laying on the ground and Spider-Man, you know... Tobey Maguire's sad face. Oh, Uncle Ben shot. Like, dude, I don't need to see that again. You know? It's done. It's done. Uncle yeah. Ben's dead. He's the only guy that's never come back in the Marvel Universe. It's over. And he actually did come back once. But... Wow. Terrible. <laughs> but anyways, it's, it's done. You know what I mean? He, I he did know. come back once. In any comic books, it was... You don't ben, it was, it. Hold you on. Don't in the, in the entire it. comic universe in general, DC and Marvel, it was Jason Todd. Uh, two about ten years ago. It used to be Jason Todd. It used to be rules. It used to be rules. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Ben and Jason Todd. Yes. But no, DC effed it up with bringing Jason back. And now... And they actually did in Marvel. They brought... Uncle Ben. But anyways, but you, you can bring it back to say the generation thing. Okay, so maybe younger kids don't realize maybe how Spider-Man came to existence. Does a six-year-old really give a shit about Uncle Ben getting shot? No. They don't. They don't want to see Spider-Man do some cool shit. 
So they appeal to both audiences, the people who know who Spider-Man is and the kids who want to see him sling some webs and fight some people. Done story. Great movie. Case closed. Got it. That's all I'm saying. So what you've heard, we're going to go around the table twice, and then we're going to go to the next film, and that's it. And then we can go in depth about something else. Sip a card and like your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) J-Boo, you've heard the preliminary thoughts. What's yours? Everyone's like, okay, how are they sitting around the table? I still want to see it. I need to see it. But he agrees with Colton. (laughs) I still want to see it. Yeah, I'm at the expectations of an eight. Okay. Or more so, but my my minimum is an eight. Okay. Yeah. Minimum was an eight. Dude, don't get me wrong. It was a great movie. It was I love really going great movie. It was entertaining AF. Away, but yeah. I have an eight. It was entertaining in. AF. I won't. I won't. It was entertaining so. And much. like my favorite scene, and then all people like all these crazy scenes. My favorite scene, I feel like, was the simplest scene when he just like. I mean, I know you haven't seen. I'm sorry. When he's putting the boat back together. Yeah. Damn it! It's ruined. I know. It's ruined. <laughs> sorry. That was the coolest. It really was. Because it was yeah, just it was. like him thinking on his feet. Like if I was a superhero, would I have thought of that? That's insane. When he was like, "Yo," told his computer brain where the fuck he had in that right. suit. Give me the strongest points of the boat. Let me throw it together. Right. That was just so cool. No, man. it was. It was. It was cool. That was. Amazing. It was what, in my opinion, what Guardians was lacking—the cool aspect of it. Yeah. And, and that's that why is thought, something that's so why. simple of him not even fighting anybody, just trying to put a boat together. Yeah, it was, and it was that cool. It was That's why I awesome. think, yeah. as apart from Spidey, it was awesome. But yeah. okay, Jay, go you. I just I would reiterate what Colton's already said. Thank For you. those of us bouncing pearls, I mean, even a freshman <laughs> in high school yeah, from at this point, but, from a play, yeah, from the sky, from the sky. Like any, like anyone who has any interest in Spider-Man probably as a little kid. Let's be real. You have little kids. I have little kids. Right. You kind of already show them like, oh, hey, check out this movie. And most people have already seen Spider-Man. I, I, I love, I have a very deep fondness for the original Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. But there's a reality. They're on Hulu right now. And They're... I just started something I'm like, dude. <laughs> and I used to hate on Spider-Man too. Because I, I, I thought it should have been called Peter Parker. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, I remember you this. saw more Peter I wanted to punch you. Right. And I saw it again and I was like, damn. <laughs> because this was like, this was like 15, 16 year old Danny. And I watched Spider-Man 2 again two weeks ago. It's good. And I was like, damn, dude. It's good. That delved. More than you know, an inch under the surface. Oh, yeah, that did really good. Spider Man 2 was good. Spider Man 2 was good. I I hate Doc Ock as a character, right? And it was good. I I like Doc Ock, but but like what they did for Spidey as a character, uh, for 2004, it was amazing. Yeah, it really was. And that's what I feel like is that, right? I think that's yeah, it's definitely perspective, right? Exactly. Hindsight's 2020, but Mm -hmm. like looking back, yeah, it was really good. So go ahead, okay? So considering. I, I still feel like, even if you, you can look at it from two things. Audiences like us, everyone at the table, probably most people listening, love comics enough to where you've already seen the old Spider-Man films, you've seen the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man films, and then let's say you've seen this new one. Again, in the same way, probably like, I, I think you could literally, a Guinness Book World Records... See the, the bouncing pearls again? Yeah, like the most. It's like tied between Uncle Ben being shot <laughs> yeah, and, and, and bouncing pearls. Yeah, like you've seen it so many times. It's just it, it's unnecessary at this point, right? I think that there's some things that you could say are so ingrained in the culture, in the human mind that we already know some of this. We already know Uncle Ben. We already know Peter failed, and now we're taking this and we're trying to interpret it for a new audience. We're trying to interpret it for people who have already know all this stuff. Now, what can we give you something fresh? And I think that they more than excelled at that. I think that they let us know who a young, again, 
we're talking a 15, 16 year old Peter Parker. Yeah. Like who this guy is. I think it's probably the funniest Spider-Man movie yet. Yeah. Yeah, especially when it's like initiating kill sequence. Like, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like it was so good. Like this movie is hilarious. Yeah, it was think. really good. Yeah. yeah. And at the same time as being hilarious, it still has like, mm-hmm. and I can't because Jerry's at the table. I'm not going to spoil this. It Too has much. a very, very emotional moment. Dude, the car scene. That just the comes, car scene was really good. That just completely like goes back to what you're saying of the people who are saying like, oh, it's all fun and games, and I just want to be in the Avengers. This one scene in the movie kind of takes you to a place of like, this is without spoiling. Uh, tell me the scene because I'm drinking. The moment when you basically realize that beneath knows? beneath all the superhero, beneath the powers, oh. beneath everything, this is just a fifteen year old kid. He's crying. And if any one of yeah, us think about dude. who we know, if you know a fifteen year old kid in your life, and just mm. think about it, like you're, fifteen, you're just a dumb kid. Yeah, you yeah. don't know the world. Yeah, no, I give. You and that, he yeah, comes yeah, face to face with that. The realization. Of the this. realization of that. Yeah. And I could say, you know what. That was a beautiful moment, and a beautiful moment of saying, like, I, like, just a dumb 15-year-old kid, dig deep and find out what you're made of, and is this more than, is this more than just the event? This is, is clear, this our hearts can't lose. That's what that is. That's exactly that moment. Oh, my and, God. And so, yeah, fuck yeah. And so, I think they did an amazing job. I think that, mm-hmm. like, again, now, all these years later, can I, as a person who has probably seen a billion hours of film and has a very, very keen and critical eye towards like, but if only they did this, Mm -hmm. it would be even better. Sure, I could come up with things that would make it better. Right, okay, and I think that's a... I'm sorry, I don't want to cut you off. Yeah. But go ahead. I think think that's like one of the things that like, to me, don't get me wrong, listeners, like Spider-Man Homecoming was great in storytelling. It was great in a young man fighting to become something better like don't get me wrong it was a great great storytelling i just don't think it was great for peter parker right but even going back to that article i sent you and again anybody and who wants to find it comics Online, Online, it was a good article later. i read it and basically this article <laughs> when was, it was like what are you doing like we're watching so show like, like, i'm like i'm actually reading this, this is actually really good like this article <laughs> it was, was a great article. In, in 2012 so it was not in any way a reaction to the film and it was basically taking an analysis of the first 50 issues of spider-man and not once does this article even mention uncle ben and it only shows panels of Spider-Man to say when originally and truly, when he was introduced, it was here's this tortured nerd who finally finds out he's more powerful than Flash. He's got the po- more powers than the cops. Flash is he is a different universe. He's okay. the man in every way, shape, and form. Whatever. If he were to just tell the world, he'd be the man. And how he was tort he was like this tortured inner self, and how he. <clears throat> At first, in the first 50 issues, as Spider-Man in the comics is written, he kind of was this this guy who's like, I want to get the glory, I want to get the fame, I want to get the girls, I was he a nerd, but now I'm the man. It had nothing to do with Uncle Ben, and I think that Spider-Man Homecoming stayed true in that sense, mm-hmm. in telling a story of like, here's this kid who's just trying to find out, even beyond Uncle Ben, because I feel like, when because I'm the person who introduced the idea of Spider-Man, the adult as a tortured, guilt-driven hero. That overcomes that. That overcomes that, and I right. still believe that truly, but I I believe that Spider-Man, the adult, the man who eventually realizes, like, 
beyond all of this, beyond the powers, beyond why am I even going to do this? And I think the one thing that drives him is like, I have, I have this power, but I don't think that's, I don't think a 15 year old kid realizes. Right. But as a man, you overcome that guilt like, because you realize us, it. You realize us, what you, what, what the it key, becomes. Like the key yeah. hosts of opinioneering, Jerry, we love you. I'm sorry. We're going to, I'm going to count you out for a second. The three of us <laughs> who are the hosts would say we're all dads. Nothing prepares Friggin you for that. A, I didn't realize that till just right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Nothing. We're all fathers. Nothing, no matter how hard you think or daydream or imagine, nothing will prepare you for that moment. And until that moment happens, all of a sudden something, a switch goes on, and you realize a responsibility that you never knew before. Mm-hmm. And I just think in the same way for Peter Parker was a kid, and then one day the switch went on of okay, I'm an adult now. What is it that's going to make me a man? Mm-hmm. And I think at the point of homecoming, where it was at, was like literally homecoming dance. I'm a kid, yeah, <laughs> and realizing, and I, realizing need to, I need that, to overcome who I was. Yeah, yeah and to no, me, no, 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 what they that. did was at least an eight, but probably a nine or a ten. Hey, how's it going, guys? This is Danny, your best friend, opinioneer, host of Opinioneering. And, uh, yeah, thank you for tuning in again for another episode of Opinioneering. Today we're talking about uh, Spider-Man, and last week we did uh, Wonder Woman. We got a lot of good feedback last week and people liking the different sides of opinions that you heard on the Wonder Woman movie. So I know we're a little behind the times, but thank you all for tuning in there. And, uh, yeah, thank you for being consistent because we know the number one thing that when it comes to podcasts is consistency, putting out a consistent amount of content for your uh you know, listener base, and uh, we're not the most consistent people in the world just because we have families and lives, and we our schedules don't sometimes always meet up. But we're getting better at that, so we're really excited. Um, but if we're not the most consistent people in the world, you are, and our fans are the most consistent people in the world, and we're really excited for the future and what it holds because our numbers keep going up, and not huge. We're not saying like, oh, we went up like a hundred thousand listeners or a thousand listeners. No, we're going up slowly but surely, and that's what we like. We're not about huge hype or, or bandwagons or anything like that. We just like our slow, our our fan base just to slowly creep up and people that like what we do and what we're about and uh, things that we love and to have some whiskey with us. Sit down and have some fun. Um, I wanted to say thank you to everyone and also check out our social media uh, pages. We have a Facebook page and we have a Instagram page, at Opinioneering. On those pages, we usually have news or funny memes or little videos or trivia sometimes we ask you trivia and if you get it right uh, or we ask you questions and if you interact then we we put you on shout outs right here on the podcast and in, in this little section and i will be doing a couple shout outs later on here today because there was a lot of interactions and a lot of people talking about stuff uh, about the podcast so so yeah, follow us on social media. Check us all out. Also, rate us on iTunes. That comes very much in handy when it comes to people trying to find us or trying to find a new podcast to listen to. Um, they check out the ratings and they see what people have to say about it. So any ratings that you can give us, go to iTunes reviews uh, over on iTunes uh, and go to, and rate us on Opinioneering. Either one star, two star, three star, four star, five star, um, whatever you want. That is fine by us because you're an Opinioneer and you have an opinion. So we want to hear what you have to say. Okay. So, uh, next is tell your friends about it. So, we all know you have friends. 
we all know you have friends that also like fan, nerddom, geekdom, pop culture stuff. So, yeah, if they like that type of genre, then tell us, tell them about our podcast. We don't do any paid promotions here on the show. We just do a lot of word of mouth. So um, whatever you can say to other people to say, hey, give these guys a shot. Maybe pour a glass of whiskey and listen to their shenanigans. And they can be stupid sometimes, and sometimes they can get... Um, <laughs> <laughs> they can have a lot of to drink and they stutter and they slur but that's what we do we like to have fun and uh, all in good fun so yeah uh next thing is oh well it's a good segue um we are do disclaimers for um us having a couple of drinks <laughs> we we uh we make mistakes a lot when we're drinking and we listen back and we have a good laugh about it when we actually know the answer we know what we're talking about but it's actually funny to hear, I think I said Princess Diaries instead of Princess Bride last week when I'm talking about Princess Buttercup. But anyways, it doesn't matter. It's a little stuff like that. Um, little drinking mistakes happen. And thank you guys. It's all part of the fun. Um, we usually realize that we did that like 20 minutes later, but we can't say like, oh, I, I messed up. But no, that yeah, whatever. We can't do that. Cool, cool, cool. So anyways, uh, okay, so promotions. We have uh, Little Fellow Media. So Little Fellow Media is... Uh, media generating uh, company. They specialize in live and studio productions with artists and bands nationwide. If you're looking for great content, if you're looking for great video content or audio content, you go to Little Fellow Media and you're a band or a solo artist or what have you, you go check out their stuff. They have worked with bands as high as people from Thrice all the way to uh, you know singer-songwriters uh, up the street. From, from the studio that we just heard like in a coffee shop or they just heard in the coffee shop. So yeah, they pull those guys in and they 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 record them at great reasonable rates and prices. That's why everyone wants to work with them right now. So check them out, littlefellowmedia.com. Um, they're branching out. They're getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So right now is the time to start saying that you are part of a Little Fellow Media and uh, right get before the wave hits. Um, Little Fellow Media does all their audio recording at the Lion's Den Studios. So if you want... Good quality recording. If you're making a demo, if you're making anything of that sort, you go to Lions Den Studio. PD has done a great job. PD is the owner, uh, Jason Lyons. Uh, he records, masters, mixes, does all that from the studio there. It's a state of the art studio. Go to Lions Den Studios um, on Facebook and check out all their stuff, all, all everything that they've done there. Great stuff. You're gonna get great, 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 great quality work at an, an exceptional rate. So yeah. If you're a band or if you're looking to record podcasts, um, if you want to record your podcast out there and you want to do it professionally, go ahead and get out there. They're going to do it at a professional, uh, a professional, uh, ouch, professional rate and, and a professional grade. So yeah, well, not professional rate, professional meaning like it's actually reasonable. <laughs> uh, the other thing, birthdays, oh man, whose birthday is it today? Oh, we want to say happy birthday to Mr. Batman himself, Michael Keaton. What, what? Yep. Oh, speaking of Michael Keaton, we're talking about Spider-Man today. There you go. That'd be really great. Michael Keaton did a great job on that. I'm pretty sure everyone was pretty unanimous on that. So, also, Cat Graham. She's on Vampire Diaries. My wife likes that show. I watched it with her. It's actually not that horrible. I mean, it's pretty bad, but it's not, like, that bad. It's not, like, 90210 or Degrassi or something like that. But it's whatever. Um, what else? Who other birthday is it today? My phone's not working. 
The other thing, Destiny drops today. And I just got a message saying it just dropped. So I will be going and playing that right now. Okay, love you guys. Bye. Right. Okay. So here, here, here's my take, uh, and I'll, I'll, I'll take it in chunks. Cause Jason freaking re- did a really good job on, on, on talking about all that. Um, first and foremost, I have the first two almanacs, which covers between issues one and a hundred of Spider-Man. And that article, I went back and looked at my almanac, and it actually only talks about the hundred, the first in one in fifty. But it only shows panels of issues seven and above. I went back and I looked at that, and I will give Jason 100% props and credit that the Uncle Ben aspect of it is not delved. It's not delved. It is maybe one or two issues. I will give him that. I will give him that. But it is there. So it it is 100% there, but it's not. And pop culture, and between the 70s and 80s and 90s, with Todd McFarlane and everyone before, <coughs> I can't think before 90s because I was born Venom. in 88, Venom, right, exactly, um, they delved more into that. So in my brain, they talked about that 10 times more than any society, and any culture before. Um, they didn't. But in my ask, in, in my thing is that what is the moment? What is the moment where you go left or right and decide on who the man you want to be? You and don't the, figure that out at fifteen, dude. You don't. No. You you don't figure that out at fifteen. But in your argument, he does figure that out at nineteen. No, he doesn't figure it out. I think he, he figures, figures it the out. As, no, no, no. He, he figures it out. Hold on. He figures it out. His what he wants to be, and in homecoming, he wants to be a man. That knows who he is in Homecoming. I want to be a man to help people. I want to be a man that overcomes. I want to be a man that can fight for the little man. And I appreciate that in Spider-Man. Here's the thing. And then that's Colton. And that's Jason's in that article. That article is amazing. It really is good. It doesn't delve into Uncle Ben. But I will say in a little bit in depth. It doesn't doesn't talk about issues five and above. It really it it only covers issues five and above. It doesn't cover issues one through five. It really doesn't. But I will give it Jason props that even five and below only deal in Uncle Ben in small measures. It really does. So that's entire context. Colton, your argument is in bouncing pearls. Let's be one hundred percent honest. In fifteen years, you've only seen that scene two times. Bouncing Pearls, I've seen that four or five times. I don't want to see... By Bouncing Pearls, oh, it means Batman's parents Batman's dying. Batman's parents dying, yeah, exactly. I don't want to see Bounce... I don't want to see Uncle Ben dying. I don't want to see that again. Freaking A, please, Marvel, after Phase 4 or 5 or Kevin Feige, Fagin Feehee, whatever you want to call it. How do you say that? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. If you guys don't, please just post on our page yeah. or on a group. Just just the last name, Fiki, Feige, whatever you want to like do. The syllables. Yes, and the exactly. On if how you, you think everything. you know what it means, go ahead. But Kevin, his ultimate idea of what it is, it it, it wasn't that. Okay, and I'm okay with that. I don't want to see Uncle Ben dying. I really, really, really don't. Yeah, nobody does. 
but I do want to give Uncle Ben respect. I do. I really do. Just give him respect. Even in that moment when him and Aunt May are talking, or him and Tony Stark are, are, are talking, and I did talk to Jay about this, and he did agree with me with this, right. and Jason did say, like, was it a great movie? Listeners, I will tell you right now, it was a great movie. It was really great. But would it made it amazing if when Tony Stark is talking to him, and instead of saying, without that suit, I am nothing, he says that, but because I need to be something more. But why? Because I made a mistake. What mistake? And Peter is silent. He d- can't even utter the words. Mm-hmm. He can't even talk about it. But us, the listeners that know about it for years, we know that. And here's the thing. Anya, your daughter, Elena, and Amelia. Here's a, I, I want to take my son, Connor. If Jason, if, you're, if your daughters saw Kenshin and they didn't know the reason why he fights is because of the wife in Samurai X... The reason why he fights is the is is what drives you towards that. Is the reason why you champion behind your hero is not because what the hero does and oh because he wants to be cool and he wants to overcome. Why is he overcoming? Because of those guilty moments. It's because of that moment that made him decide whether to go left or whether to go right. And they didn't even touch on that moment. That was my issue with the movie. No. They don't touch on that issue. But I feel like that it's a very hard, very unfortunate place. That Marvel and the property of Spider-Man have put us in. Mm-hmm. Yes, I will agree with that 100%. They put us in an awkward moment. They, they put Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios in an awkward position. Yeah. We can't talk about this because you've freaking covered it and you failed for 15 years. For 15 years. You failed. I can't do that. You put me in an awkward moment. Mm-hmm. But I think in that moment with Tony Stark, with that moment with, with Aunt May, they could have... No. Touched upon it. And I, that would have made the movie amazing. And I, I, I 100%, I'm not going to argue, I completely agree with you, but I completely agree with you as a person who loves stories, as a screenwriter, as a person who doesn't just watch a movie for what it is, mm-hmm. but as a person mm-hmm. who lives in the world of like media and production. Mm-hmm. I could agree with you, <laughs> but... <laughs> but now saying, here's the unfortunate place that 15 years of Spider-Man film history has put us in. They it, it, it draw us to this moment. Yeah, you, did, you gave to, me no. You, you gave, gave us, me no option. Like you you also, tied my hands, handcuffed me, and then said, "Make a beautiful movie yeah. with your hands tied behind your back." <laughs> exactly, and, and, and I will give you that. And to get, to get Spider-Man in these future films, to, they had to reground and restory it just to put. I mean, the film was literally only made. To push Spider-Man into the rest of these films. Right. And yeah, yes. But that's the sad thing is because Peter is a great character. He was, I think, my number four. He was but my I mean, four. with their backs against the wall, they did it out. They yeah. standing and that's job. what I'm saying. As a, as a, a story, story, it was a nine. It was great. Also, that Tony Stark line, if you're nothing about the suit and you shouldn't have it, was fantastic. I think it was, oh, it was really that great. so much. Yeah. I, 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 I hate that they put Uncle Ben and they put the aspect <laughs> under a barrel and they made Tony Stark Uncle Ben. Yeah, they made yeah. his motivation Tony was, and not Uncle. And I know. that's the only thing I would have swapped. Mm-hmm. But as a film, it was great. Yeah. As a movie, it was mm-hmm. really yeah, I think I still think it was great. I, I have no... I didn't walk out of the theater thinking like, but if only they... I was actually like Super wholeheartedly satisfied. like, right. this is so I was good. literally mad at my girlfriend because she was like, <laughs> I don't like the film. And I was like, I'm super upset I walked that. out <laughs> thinking, I don't know what I feel. Because wow. I, I, I really, I was like, I, I really like, I went and saw it with um, my wife and Jared's cousin, because Jared's my brother-in-law. Uh, she's Wait, Jared's his... cousin? Where was I? Nicole. I went <laughs> to go see it with Nicole. Oh, I was going to say, I was like, he's like, I saw it with 
my, my wife and Jared's, Jared's cousin, cousin Nicole. Sorry, from Texas. My own separate. She probably will never listen to this. But um, I went to go see it with Nicole, and she asked me after walking out. She's like, well, "How'd you think about it?" Because she's already seen it before. And we, in the past two years, she comes out and she visits us every summer, and we go see. It. Like last year, we saw Star Trek Beyond. We go see this movie, and she asked me. I was like, "I don't know how I feel," because I really liked it. I really did, especially when they they captured Peter's essence so well as an awkward mm-hmm. teenager. Tom Holland, and was great. they actually hired a teenager. Exactly, mm-hmm. I love that. Amazing. He was yeah. struggling between like, "Hey, it's and, a small thing. It's a small thing. Hey, we're going down to the pool." Like right. a small thing, but it accentuated a lot. And that's what I feel like it captured. I feel like it very wonderfully captured. As a guy who's like very far <clears throat> removed from high school, it still brought back what, those moments years? of like, yeah, like, like totally. this, not even you, bitch. <laughs> but it still captured very beautifully, like. Those moments of, of, yeah, like the stupid little things in high school that just still make your heart flutter and you're like, should I go down to the pool? Yeah. Uh, Because this really really hot girl invited me and should I? I just think they did a really great job. I love that movie. (sighs) I have nothing bad to say about it. It was amazing. Let's wrap it up. That was beautiful. It it really, okay, at the end of the day, it was really good. You know, a hundred percent of Jerry's our, fading. Jerry's, I'm not no, fading. he's not. He's thinking, dude. He's, no, he's like, look at me thinking this. Oh, <laughs> oh man, dude. Uh, Colton loved it. Jason loved it. Danny loved it. Jay hasn't. Uh, Jared hasn't seen it yet. He needs to see it. He needs to see it. But it was really good. It mm-hmm. was re- like, don't get me wrong. It good. was amazing. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. Just one of the opinion years thought it could have been brought between great and amazing to spectacular if they went deeper into the surface in those if you moments. haven't seen it go back and just look on YouTube I'm sure you'll find it a clip of uh, uh, Uncle Ben getting shot <laughs> get that the first one get I that, will reiterate get, you don't need to see that well, I don't I'm, want I'm, to I'm, see I'm, I'm banking off of you though to, right to, to, you know get the moment of Uncle Ben get shot get Spider's motivation and then watch the new one Totally satisfying. That's the thing is that like Jason loves um, Kenshin from anime, mm-hmm. Samurai X, right? Kenshin. Yeah. And you, the the reason why Kenshin's journey is so amazing is because you know his origins. The reason it's because you know the it. reason why he does totally. what he does. Totally. And I think the the things that he does in Homecoming would have resounded more mm-hmm. if the origins was set right. And his origins yeah. was to become an Avenger and not mm-hmm. because for retribution of what he didn't do for Uncle Ben. I'm that totally, was my only reason I'm why. totally sure Marvel was thinking they didn't even need and, to do and, it. And totally. because, like what Jason said, they backed him into a corner. They yeah. had to do that. They had to do and it. I get that. And that's why I would give, if it was any other superhero, I'd give it a nine. It was like the But because absolute... it was Spidey, I would give it a six. Yeah. But in averaging out, that movie was a seven or an eight. It was really... I don't know where really? your numbers at at this point. You throw us all six or eight. Six plus eight is fifteen. Divided yeah. has seven. I'm not a math guy. I'm not I'm a math, math guy. guy. <laughs> not. I'm. 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 I'm but been drinking. Not but nine <laughs> plus six You're is like an fifteen. Or no, 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 no. I said if it was any other movie. Hold on. If it was any other movie, it would be a nine. If it because it was Spidey, it was a six, six and a half. No, no, no. no so that's no. yes. Oh, you said seven, seven point five. Yeah. That's what, okay. Fine. So nine. Yeah. Round up. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Move the decimal point over one. Plus seven. Jared, you're you're an engineer for Edwards Air Force Base. Nine (laughs) plus seven is how much? 
Yeah. Okay, yeah. No one can it's hear 16. That right, yeah, exactly. Divided by one. two <laughs> oh is eight. Divided I would give that movie an eight. Don't get me wrong. Which is where the rest Spidey of us Spidey was okay. amazing. Was but was there were things that could have made it. If you're an audience member and you have not seen it yet, you will not be disappointed. You won't be disappointed. No, 100%. You won't no be chance. disappointed. No You'll chance. see things that you're like, eh, yeah. but overall, it's great.